Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Wherever You Go podcast with Sam Bauer. I'm Sam Bauer, and I'm going to be the host of this podcast. I am so excited to be doing this and to be recording my very first podcast that will hopefully be one of uh, many, many, many in this uh, in this. I don't know, venture that I'm pursuing as far as uh, getting some some words out there of encouragement and uh, support for people who are trying to figure out who it is that God made them and what it is that God wants them to do. The reason for the name, wherever you go, it comes from a Bible verse that is very encouraging and inspiring to me, Joshua 1.9, that says, have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. And so I just love that. I love it. I love knowing that and that wherever I go, God is with me. And whatever I'm doing, God has a purpose for me there. That's straight out of the benediction that my pastor says at church every single week. And it's such a great reminder that it wherever I am, God has me there. It's I should be present. I should be there looking for that reason or just being there and being being comfortable and confident that I'm there because God wants me there for some reason. I might not ever know what it is, but he's got me there for a reason, for a purpose, and I'm going to serve that purpose. So that's really what this podcast is going to be all about. I'm going to be interviewing a lot of my friends, mentors, business coaches, spiritual mentors about their journeys and their stories in hopes that I can share some encouragement and maybe it'll spark something in you as a listener to find your passion and find what it is that you feel God has called you to do and to pursue it. I think that a lot of us have a dream. Maybe we had a dream when we were younger and we lost our dream along the way, but it's still there and it's still kind of like itching inside of us and and driving us crazy because we may be in a situation that we're not happy in, or we know that God doesn't have us there uh, for the long term. And we can't figure out how to take that step to get into what it is that we feel like we could really fulfill a purpose for, for God's um, glory. So today... I am kind of interviewing myself. Most of the time on this podcast, I'm going to have guests and I'm going to interview them. But I felt that if I'm going to be asking other people to share their stories and share their hearts um, on a platform like this, that I need to kind of bear all and share my story with you all. So you know where I'm coming from, because I am very passionate about this. It's part of the reason I started my business and part of the mission that I have in my business is to help other people find a way to make a living while still being a parent, still being able to be a good spouse, still being a good community member and an active member of their church, which was something that was really on my heart. So I'm going to just start with my story. I hope you all enjoy it and get something from it. And I hope you keep listening. And um, I'm really excited to to share this all with you. So um, my question for everybody is, have you ever been, or are you right now in a situation where you are sick to your stomach going to work every day? You get in your car, you get up early, you drive there. And on the way there, the anxiety starts to sit in or that knot in your stomach comes in where you're just like, Ugh, 
all right, God, I'm, this was me every day. All right, God, I know that I'm here for a purpose. I know that I'm serving you with whatever I do, but I'm miserable. I, I don't like my job. I could like it if maybe the situation was different, but the culture of my company is very uh, toxic might be the right word for it. And I don't have enough resources and tools and I've got all this corporate red tape. I can't be myself. I can't lead the way that I want to. And I'm not seeing my family because I work 10 to 12 hours every single day and Saturdays. So I have one day a week where I get to see my kids and my, my husband. Uh, and, but maybe you feel stuck. Maybe you feel like you make a lot of money and if you quit your job, it's going to change the whole, everything about your family life. It's going to make it really uncomfortable for a little bit. Um, and so you're a little bit scared, um, and a little bit stuck in this job that you just don't feel called to do. And, and maybe it's a job that your skill set is for, and maybe it's a job that you actually kind of maybe feel like you could like it if the, like I said, the situation was different. Um, but it's, it's making you unhappy and it's making you sick and it's making you a person that you don't really like. That was me. That was exactly me three years ago. I had a job that from the outside looking and looked fabulous. I, you know, was in the six figure salary range. I had a corner office. I had a huge team of people that reported to me and I had five sales managers and then about 75 sales agents. And I got to travel a lot, which looks really cool to some people. Um, and it was just, you know, from the outside looking in, it looked like a really great, cool job. And, um, you know, I probably looked to others, like I had some type of power, um, in that position and probably that it was great, but on the inside, looking out, I was just absolutely dying inside. I would drive to work every day. Like I said, with that pit in my stomach, never knowing what I was going to get beat up for when I got there. I mean, it was one of those sales jobs where results are King and people are are like the gestures <laughs> and, um, you had to do whatever it took to meet those goals. And there were all these different metrics that my teams had to meet. So I, my team was very successful. We, we were crushing goal year after year. This was the first year that we weren't really meeting our goals, but they had set them so high that honestly, we were still exceeding from a growth standpoint, what an average, um, insurance agency sales um, growth would be by leaps and bounds. But um, I started to be encouraged to lead in a way that I was not comfortable with. I was really being encouraged to lead with fear, um, kind of public shaming of people who weren't performing well. Uh, I had a, a uh, coaching with my my direct supervisor at the time and his encouragement to me was that I needed to be more of an asshole and um, too kind to be a successful sales leader. And this is after like three years of very successful track record with this organization. So it, it, it was very clear to me in my head at this time that God was pushing me out because I would have stayed there forever. If there wasn't a very clear cut reason for me to to start looking for something else for this job. Cause I love this company. I love being there. I really was climbing the ladder. I had a name for myself. I was excited that God was maybe 
in my head, I thought God was going to use me to break the glass ceiling and show my daughter that it could be done. In the meantime, I never saw my daughter. I never saw my son. I was working all the time. My husband was a stay-at-home dad. I had talked him into staying home so that I could take this promotion that I had gotten. And I, you know, it was at the time, it seemed like a great idea. And Rob was really uh, hesitant to stay home with the kids, but he did it and ended up actually absolutely loving it. And he was amazing at it. Um, but then here I am, right? Here I am in this job. I'm making a lot of money. I'm my next step as vice president. My husband's a stay-at-home dad. So my family is slowly depending on my income and I'm miserable. So I sat down and I prayed and I'll never forget coming home and crying to my husband and telling him about that. I was coached to become a jerk. Basically I need to be meaner. I'm being too kind. I need to be more of an a-hole and I didn't know this, but my daughter was listening. She was in the next room and she walked in and she was five years old at the time. And she said, she's four years old at the time. And she said, mom, you told me I should never change who I am for somebody else. I think you need to be the boss. And at that moment, I mean, I just cried and I thought, you know what? She's right. And she's watching. And here I am thinking I'm this like powerful career woman climbing the corporate ladder and showing my kids who I can be when what they're seeing is mommy is trying to be somebody else that she probably doesn't even like right now. And she's not happy. And she's doing this. Well, why is she, you know, little kids don't know all they see is that you're not happy. So it was just this like eye-opening moment of my little baby girl giving me a reality check. And then also at that moment, I'm thinking, I can't do this anymore. She's watching me. She knows I'm not happy now. She overheard this conversation. And my four-year-old is giving me career advice that is the best career advice that I've probably ever gotten. So that kind of spawned me going into prayer, talking through my with my husband. You know, I don't know how many nights we sat together in bed arms locked, praying to God, like, help us figure this out because we need to figure it out. And he wasn't quite ready to go back to work, but he was willing to do whatever it took to make me happy, which is what good husbands do. Right. And uh, Rob has just always been supportive and loving and kind and willing to go through this journey with me. And um, so through prayer and through open eyes, because when you're going through this, You have to have open eyes and you have to have open ears and an open heart. And you have to know, okay, if God wants me to do something different, he's going to show me, but I'm not getting a burning bush like Moses did. It's just not going to happen. It doesn't happen in these days. I'm not saying that it's not possible that it can't happen because anything can happen with God, but generally it's in subtle hints or opportunities that pop up or conversations that you have or people that you meet in which you start to see, oh, this could be, this could be it. This could be what God wants me to do. And so I started to pursue opening up my own business and I've always wanted to be a business owner. That is a dream that God planted in my heart from the time I was a young child. I, my first job was selling corn at my family's corn stand and I loved it. I got to pick the prices and I got to meet with the people and bag up the corn for them and give them the baker's dozen instead of the regular dozen. So I felt like I was giving them something for free and it just, it was so much fun. 
and it really spawned this entrepreneurial spirit in my heart, which is, is also a, a history of my family. The other time, other than my daughter saying this to me, that I really realized I was in a spot I didn't need to be in was at my great uncle's funeral. So my grandfather and his brothers all kind of like died in a row. Um, and the last one was my, my grandpa's sister's husband. So my great uncle who lived to be 101 years old and he was an insurance, he owned an insurance agency and it was a family business and his son took it over after he retired. And then his son took it over after he retired and sitting at the, so three of my, three of these people died right in a row and sitting at all of their funerals and hearing what their families had to say about them was incredible. My grandpa was a farmer. He, we grew up, I grew up on a farm and um, he was always around. He was always with his family. He was very involved in the church. Him and my grandmother were just these amazing people who were very involved in um, helping others, being a part of the community uh, with their families, having this huge family dinners and Christmases and just amazing memories that I have as a child. But sitting at this particular, my great uncle's funeral and hearing the stories that his grandchildren told and his children told and, and the time that he spent with them and that he's staying in the church and he was very involved in his church and he's a very active member of the community. I'm going to get choked up talking about this. Um, it was as though God was sitting in the pew beside me saying, Hey, Sam, what are they going to say about you at your funeral? Because at that time I was working this corporate job, being a maniac working. And I'm thinking right now, if I died my kids would say, well, she was fun when she was around, but she's never around. She was always working. And that is not the legacy that I wanted to leave. I want to have, and I want to have the same stories told at my funeral, like these men did, because it just, they, they, they gave so much um, of themselves to the people that they loved. And I wanted that opportunity. So that kind of spawned us all. And then that next event with my daughter and then the prayer and the, the trying to figure it out. And over the next few months, God really put things in place, like down to the, I had heard from this girl who was um, selling goosehead insurance franchises and I kind of blew it off. Um, I was recruiting agents at the time too. So I, I kept in communication with her because I thought that maybe we could have a referral relationship for employees. Um, and so I thought, you know, I'm going to reach back out to her and find out what this is all about. Cause I'm looking to buy a business and I want to explore a bunch of different avenues. So I did, I explored this one. I explored opening up my own agency. I explored buying a bed and breakfast actually, and running that I explored a bunch of different things and God very clearly showed us along the way. Like this is, this is probably the right one. And we pray on it and things would happen. And, uh, Rob getting a job, obviously he needed to work. Cause I wasn't going to make money for a while. It's it, in insurance. It takes about three years and we're not there yet. I'm still, you know, at two and a half years in we're we're close, but, um, we're not there yet where he can quit his job and come back home again. So we needed income. Right. So he found a job pretty much right away. He has a truck driver by trade and just happened to be that since he quit, and then came back that truck drivers are really hard to find now. So he got a 20, more than a 20% pay increase to go back to work, which helped because my income was a lot higher than what he had, had been making before. So it just, all these little pieces started to come together for this to happen. And God showed me time after time, after time, this is the way, this is the way, you know, and it wasn't again, no burning bush, but 
a lot of me being open to it, me being willing to take this giant leap of faith and with the support of my husband who was also taking a huge leap of faith on me. Uh, so no pressure there. Right. And then my kids sacrificing kind of a comfortable life that we had before, because we went from making, you know, over six figures to well under and, um, now having to budget and change our lifestyle. But I will tell you what, (laughs) it has been worth it every single step of the way. And I now have a job that I love. I get to help people every single day. I have an employee who I love and adore, and I get to help her every single day. And I'm going to grow a team of people who like me and like her aren't going to have to deal with that corporate baloney that are going to get to build their own business and have a work-life balance and be contributors to their communities and their church. I get to be involved in my community all the time. I am a member of our like local business community. I sing in church on Sundays. I get to be active in my kids' lives. I homeschooled my kids last year in my office while I was running my business. And it was amazing. And that's another, that's a whole nother podcast probably, but holy leap of faith. I, um, I, the, the schools went to the mask only. And this is a whole nother podcast too, but my daughter had been sick the year before and had some surgeries on her lungs. And I was nervous about her being masked all day and being able to breathe well. And so I prayed on it and decided I was going to homeschool them in my office while I'm running a business and doing all this other stuff. And again, my husband's like, you're crazy, but if you feel like this is what God wants you to do, let's pray about it and and see. So we did it. Uh, the curriculum that I was going to buy was like, really expensive. It it was way out of our budget, obviously, because, you know, we had a a difference in in income at this point in time and um, prayed about it. Talked to the ladies who run the school that I wanted to get the curriculum from. And uh, two days later, after I heard the pricing and told them I'd love to do this, but I can't, uh, they called me back and the curriculum was reduced by 75%. So I was able to afford the curriculum magically, not magically. We know God did it, right? I, I say magically in a way that like is kind of sarcastic because I know God did that. God found them this other curriculum that I could afford so that I could homeschool my kids because God knows, God knows what we want. He knows what's in our heart. And he knows what we need in order to be happy, be successful and be able to serve him the best way that we can using the gifts that he's given us because he already, he already planned it. Before we were even born, before we even knew who he was, he saw us. He counted the hairs on our heads and he prepared a plan for us using our unique set of skills and personality and just the person that he made us to be. And so if you have something in your heart that you would like to pursue, pray on it and look for the opportunities. That is my best advice because it will pop up and it's not coincidence. It's God saying, I planted that seed in your heart because this is the person I made you to be. And I'm going to put the people and the resources in your path in order to make it happen. And time after time in my life, this has happened, but I've had to have that relationship with God and the faith in him that I know he's going to provide time after time after time. So 
If you are that person driving to work today with a pit in your stomach, or you get to Sunday night and you just, your whole mood changes because you're grouchy because you have to go into this job tomorrow and you don't know what's going to hit you in the face. You're probably not in the place that's meant for you long-term. Now you might have to wait because God might be finishing training you or getting you prepared to go into your next step, but start praying about it. Start asking God, God, I know I'm here for a purpose today, but this is not where I feel that I want to be in the long-term. And I feel you have a different plan for me. So if you could start helping me see what that plan is, I'll follow you, God. And he's going to start putting the, the things in place. The, the wheels are already in motion. The plan is already set and you are already equipped because he made you to fulfill these plans and your success is already ordained. You just have to follow along and, and have the last three years been hard. Yes, they have been so hard, but has it, and when I say hard, I mean, I've worked hard. I've worked my butt off to get my business to where it is right now, where I feel like, all right, we are going and we still have a long way to go, but we are up and running. We are doing really good and I'm starting to hire. I have a plan for the future, which may be mine, maybe God. So that might change too. But the point is, it's, it's not like he's just going to put everything in front of you for you to like, just have, you have to work for it. You have to be open to it. You have to stay in prayer. You have to continue to grow yourself as a person, um, but it can be done. So don't, don't feel like you're stuck in this place right now where you can't get out of because you can, it's just a matter of prayer it's a matter of being willing to step out in faith and know that God's going to catch you. It's a matter of knowing that financially for, for us, at least things change a ton. And there were days where I was worried, are we going to have enough money to pay our mortgage? Are we going to have enough money to pay our food? And, and honestly, like, like a whole nother podcast, but my daughter got really sick in my first year in business. And we had $20,000 in medical bills from her stays at the hospital. And this came right as like, I'm thinking like, oh, things are on track. And then it's like, no, it's not. <laughs> Here are all these medical bills, but guess what? God's provided every single time. We've never missed payment on anything. We've been just fine. And it's because we've stayed in prayer. We're following God's word. We're following his direction. We're doing it with a heart to serve. And um, I think that that is really the key to being able to live your full life, be the parent that you want to be, be the wife or husband that you want to be, have control over your business situation or your career situation. Maybe you don't want to be a business owner, but maybe you want to be an engineer or you want to be a, I don't know, something that you're not right now getting a grasp on that and having some balance in your life and still being able to serve God while doing it all, you can do that. It's, it's not impossible and it's not something that you have to feel stuck in. So over the next few weeks and months and hopefully years, I'm going to be putting out stories similar to mine that are going to be totally different though. Everybody has a different experience and everybody has gotten to where they are a different way. Um, everybody has different experiences and I can't wait to hear the stories that my guests are going to tell. And I can't wait to share them with you. If you have feedback, 
If you've got topics that you'd like for us to talk about, if there are things that are on your heart that you're not sure how to navigate, let me know and I'll do my best to share some of my experiences with it. Like I said, I am not a millionaire. I am not been a business owner for 30 years with a ton of success. I'm speaking through the journey. I am in year three as a business owner and a mom of a seven and an eight-year-old. I'm sorry, they just had birthdays, an eight and a nine-year-old and a wife and a woman who loves God. And I love my church and I love my community. And that's where I'm speaking from. So if you're looking for expert advice from somebody who has done it and had bajillions of dollars of success, that's not here. But if you're looking for somebody who's going through it with you right now, who loves people, loves God, loves her community, will support and encourage you to help you find the person that you want to be, that God wants you to be, that God made you to be, I am probably a good person to follow. So I look forward to sharing with you all. And I want to end my podcast probably every single time with um, the Bible verse that it's named after. So Joshua 1.9, have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Thank you all for listening.